the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. And hello, my friends. I'm going to give you a few words. Welcome to Come Together San Diego. And uh, the topic for today, let me, let me give you a few words and that will give you a kind of acclimated to where we're going to go. I think you're going to love it. The Constitution, yes, the Constitution of the United States of America, our city, our state, our national governments. Okay, more, more words, the school system, education or miseducation, child abuse, abortion, the media, <laughs> All of these are key topics. If you look in the news today, you know things are stirring in every one of those facets. And today we're going to tackle many of these things because the America that we have come to know is really on the ropes in many ways because uh, uh, the Judeo-Christian values are being threatened and even stolen away. And uh, a lot of it uh, falls on our shoulders as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. We've kind of been off our watch and and missing uh, what we should have been standing against and standing for uh, in the sake of just being good Christians. We've uh, allowed a lot of these things to come to pass. We're going to talk about those things on this radio show, but not only are we going to talk about them and identify them, we are going to give you some tools to get past those challenges into the victory side of the column. We've got uh, two great hours on this show. Uh, both of them are going to deal with social issues and the words that I shared with you at the top of the show. And the first hour, we're going to deal with an organization out of South Carolina, but it's national and international. It's called the Oak Initiative out of South Carolina. And uh, we'll talk about uh, issues dealing with immigration and the wall. Nobody ever talks about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Well, we're going to talk about those things in a different light. In the second hour, we're going to bring on a group from San Diego and now beyond. It's called the Salt and Light Council, headquartered here in San Diego. We're going to talk about education or miseducation and what we can do about that. So it's going to be a great two hours, and we're glad that you are with us. I want you to meet my uh, first-hour co-host. His name is Bill Neesmith. And he's the administrator of the Oak Initiative. As I said, it's out of South Carolina. It's it's really devoted to things where your heart is to really encourage you, motivate you, mobilize you, equip you, and even activate you as a Christian to to discover what's going on and what you can do about it. And uh, Bill, are you with me? Yes, I am. How are you, Kaz? Uh, I'm fine, thanks. Why don't you spend just a little bit of time telling a little bit about the Bill Neesmith and uh, the Oak Initiative, and then we'll dive into some of these stirring topics, shall we? Sure. I'll spend a little on the former and a lot on the latter. <laughs> go, go, go. Bill Neesmith, I've been, I've been uh, a minister, a church planter, a Christian minister for 31 years, worked on Capitol Hill for Congress for 12 years. I've been with the Oak Initiative since its founding for 10 years. Um, born again, 
white heterosexual male Christian uh, target of a lot of groups, but um, that's kind of the way it is in our culture today. It is. Uh, the Oak Initiative is a start, somewhat of a grassroots organization that uh, started out because 300 Christian leaders got together in December of 2008, and as they did, as they still do regularly, every December, January, in that time frame, seeking the Lord to find out what He's saying about the upcoming year. Yes. Uh, the Oak Initiative, uh, the the idea of a activization group, some kind of thing happening, kind of took shape, took form over the next couple months, and in August of 2009, it was um, what I'll call the debutante ball. It was presented. The Oak Initiative. Uh, had its first summit here at Morningstar Ministries. Our president and founder, leader of that particular uh, group of 300 is Rick Joyner, president and founder of Morningstar Ministries. Yes, I, I love Rick Joyner. You know, his earlier books that were done four, five, six, seven, ten, twelve years ago, you know, right. his perspective and his pr- prophetic insights. It's look at, look at the news is happening right now, my friend. Uh, so I've really been tracking Rick Joyner for a long time. And, of course, Morningstar Ministries, uh, uh, there's a real heart there for going all the way with the Lord. You know, Bill Neesmith, one of the things that we as Christians uh, have to acknowledge is sometimes in our attempt to be solid Christians and really uh, good family members and, uh, and tight within our church environment, sometimes we can blink and go, the world has kind of passed us by because we've been focusing on things that are not, that are not unimportant, we've allowed some of the other even great important things to go slide by. And some of those things really deal with uh, our country and the things that are slipping by under our noses. And I, I, I love the Oak Initiative because the, the people that were garnered together, the was it the original 300 or so, yes. there was a, that's a good number too, by the way, you can go to scripture, my listening friend, and find some great numbers about the 300. But anyway, the, what, what God has done is he stirred people with like hearts and say, how can things be changed, and what can we do as a group of people? And I, I, I honor you, Bill Neesmith, for tendering this group and uh, helping give directions on what happens and when. So can we kind of delve into, I, we could talk about a bazillion things because you guys are very uh, deeply involved in a lot of different facets, but I thought we'd pull together with just one or two different topics and deal with them now, let's talk a little bit about the topic of immigration and how it relates not only to this nation, but we as Christians, uh, and what can we do about this? Why don't you take the ball from here, and I'll just dip on in and ask, and ask a few questions or, or maybe give some color commentary. Bill Neesmith of the Oak Initiative. Well, well, Kaz, the first thing I want to do is give a verse. It's Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 3. Verse 3 in, prim- in primary, it's the section of Scripture that Jesus uh, stood up in the temple and opened up the scriptures and read out of what's recorded in Luke 4. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, and we know to set the captives free, set at liberty, or you know, give sight to the blind. Verse 3 is why we're called the Oak Initiative. Verse 3 ends with that they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. I, I say that because we're 10 years old, and I still feel like as an organization, we're still learning. You know, we, we uh, frankly, I believe the entire Christian community in America is still learning how to do politics, um, right. how to engage properly. You know, frankly, I think we have missed the ball on some chances to 
convey a true message of love without perverting the message of love. Sometimes in our culture, we, we, we kind of get soft on it. Love is mushy and squishy. No, love is what brought Christ to us. But love is why we stand up even to our own cost and, and stand on the line and say, this is what sin is. This is why, in this case, in our case tonight, this is why immigration is important. This is why um, legal versus illegal. This is why the information that's being shared across our, our media airwaves is important because someone's got to stand up as salt, which is savoring and allows what you're giving to taste a little bit better than the average meal, so to speak. But it's light. It's, it's to expose the darker side of the message. Uh, with the issue of immigration tonight, it is a, a cornerstone topic of what we're dealing with, the border wall, the people coming across our borders, who's coming across our borders, what's coming across our borders. We're dealing with not just people who may be coming here for, for valid reason. They may have a heartfelt desire to provide for their family, to, to get away from drugs and cartels and circumstances that are detrimental, frankly, to their lives. They may be wanting to do and experience the American dream. But frankly, as, as Romans chapter 13 tells us, that from God's perspective, in God's arena, if you break the laws of the land, as long as they don't contradict Scripture, if you break the laws of government, of governance, of nations that God has sovereignly created, you are then, if, if the truest definition of sin is you are an act of rebellion, you are in, you're an act of sin. And I don't mean that throwing it around like a religious person, or with a, with a religious spirit, so to speak, but anything done in, re, in an attitude of, it says, Scripture says that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. When you rebel wrongfully towards government laws, you are rebelling against the sovereignty of God who created those nations. Wow. If you look at Acts chapter 17, verse 26, it says, And he, God, made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their inhabitations. It talks about how God established the boundaries and the borders of nations. It talks about in Scripture, it says that God established all the boundaries of the earth, whether it's boundaries of wealth, boundaries of the ocean, boundaries of the sun. It also talks about how he's given boundaries and he has determined the boundaries or the borders of nations. Yes. Bill, hold that thought because we're, we've got a commercial break coming up here, but you've uh, launched us, our thinking, our minds are going kind of wild and crazy, and uh, there are a bunch of questions that are garnered as a result of this. You know, what, what are solutions to do this? I mean, there's definitely biblical uh, instruction for this, and I think you're going to help us uh, comprehend what those are. But we're in the thick of some challenging times, and I think God has some solutions that you and I, my listening friend, get to play a role in. And uh, Bill Neesmith uh, of the Oak Initiative out of uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina, uh, is uh, expounding on these things, and we're going to find out more about that, but we're going to have a chance to ask some questions and get some further revelation as well. My listening friend, do not go away, because Bill Neesmith of the Oak Initiative and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. 
And we are back indeed. You know, I'm back with Bill Neesmith. He's the administrator of the Yoke Initiative. It's a movement to unite, mobilize, equip, activate Christians just like you, just like me, to empower us to make the real difference as things are uh, stirring. And uh, as an uh, irony here, because I-, I love some of the things that they said in their uh, mission statement. They said to bring the salt and light to the world. And I had to giggle because our uh, second hour guest is the Salt and Light Council. So I think there's a lot of common denominators here. This uh, hour, we're talking about immigration and the wall. The next hour, we're going to talk about education, miseducation, and uh, children being abused, and what we can do about those things. So it's going to be a power-packed two hours on uh, Come Together San Diego. Bill Neesmith, we were talking during uh, the first segment about uh, immigration issues, wall issues, and more in a general sense about what Scripture says about obeying the law of the land. And if you're coming in uh, to a land, you're kind of obligated to obey the laws of the land. The, the the downside here, unfortunately, is a lot of the people that are making the laws in the land make them and they suggest that you do not keep them, you know, it's okay to break the laws. And so, so there's, a, there's a disconnect in the United States of America itself. How do you deal with things like that with, with these issues of immigration in America, Bill Neesmith, my friend? Well, uh, this topic is uh, ridiculous to try to fit in an hour. <laughs> okay, take 20 minutes. I'm kidding. Well, yeah, I mean, let me just kind of jump. The issue in America deals with the topic of legal versus illegal. Uh, what's the intention of the wall? Uh, legal versus illegal, let me give you a picture from the Bible. There's a, Abraham himself calls himself an alien. He had moved to the land of Canaan and settled his family there. You can look at it in Genesis 23, 4, where he calls himself an alien the word is gr, G-W-R in the Hebrew language. I'm not Hebrew. I'm sure I'm not giving it the breath it needs. But the meaning of that word is someone who is rightfully there, who has come from another place and has acclimated and assimilated into a land. Uh, the next word in the Bible is nakar, which it, it speaks of a person who is like a traveler. Uh, I'll call it a migrant. It may be for us it's an ambassador from another land. They live here. They act here. They shop here. They do business here but they're not under our Constitution. And then the third one is an illegal alien, and I I find it ironic that Abraham called himself an alien, and we're discussing illegal alienship. Mm -hmm. And the issue is legal versus illegal. Uh, Ellis Island established legal. It's, as an organization, the Oak Initiative is not against immigration. We're not against migration. Immigration is you come and you file for, for citizenship and and you come here and you become a citizen, like Ellis Island. You come through the gate legally. You don't climb over. Jesus told us about the one who climbs over the wall uh, as being part of the deceiver. I'm not disparaging anybody personally, but when you break a law, you're not on the right side of, of God's law. And illegal is the person that is basically doing everything they can for right reason, yes, but nowhere in Scripture were we advised to do the right thing by break, or do break to to not do the right thing just because there's a right reason for it. We're not we're not a, you know we're not told that it's okay. The ends justify the means. That's not how God does things. Um, as far as the wall, we have drugs coming across. We have 98 percent, as much as 98 percent of the narcotic drugs in America come across our nor- our southern border. Uh, yes. Sex trafficking, a crime, guns. 
gangs. I mean, so much come across our borders, thefts of cattle and theft of land, theft of revenue. People sneak across the border and send their money back to the land that they came from without tax and without any kind of penalty. They live here without tax. They get good jobs. Someone's giving them Social Security cards. I'm not speaking against the individual, but the process is broken. The process is broken, and uh, our government uh, is fractured so that uh, some desire to keep the law and others desire to break the law. Each one has ulterior motives, and here we are, the American citizens, kind of stuck in the middle on this. And, you know, sometimes I have to tell you, when I look at the news, I have to shut off the news and sit in a dark place for a while and go, how do we solve this thing? How do we let this get out of our hands? And uh, a lot of it has to do, you know, the, the the scripture, well, the Constitution talks about dealing with enemies foreign and domestic. And I have a suspicion that there's a lot of uh, enemies on the domestic side that need to be dealt with, too. Here we are, Bill Neesmith. What do we do? How do we, how do we garner uh, God's directives and move forth in unity with one another to circumvent these things, where do we start? Well, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, To be therefore transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God is. The main thing we need to understand, I happen to believe that the Oak Initiative one is one nation or one organization within the last 10 years that has spearheaded the awakening of an understanding of our Constitution. Americans across this land are reading the Constitution more than they ever have in my lifetime, and they're starting to realize what is constitutional and what is not. Yes. For the third, they, they say uh, recently you may have seen an article of a Chinese uh, that were flying people over here and getting uh, birthing rooms and calling that, and, and basically with the premise of anchor babies, mm-hmm. where the baby would become a U.S. citizen, therefore the mother would by default be given right to live here. Sure, and then uh, pretty soon everybody that's connected with that, and, you know, it goes into the uh, scores at least, if not the 20s or 30s. or uh, I mean, just a lot of people, and you multiply that times uh, a million people, all all of a sudden you've got a a nation that doesn't look like the nation's supposed to look. And I have to laugh a little bit with you, too, about about the Constitution. There is a rebirthing of the love for the Constitution, but my listening friends, if you ever read through the Constitution, you can do it quickly. And it's a book of only a few pages. When you see the legislation that's coming on to defend against what could be constitutional, they have to take a, a thousand or a couple thousand pages to justify what they're doing when the Constitution is really pretty simple. Really right. pretty simple. <laughs> right. Uh, anybody that wants to go to the oakinitiative.org, uh, get on there, find our email address. It's office at the oakinitiative.org. Email me, and I'll send you a free copy of the Constitution. Very good. This brings us to the, us to the topic of information versus misinformation. You know, there's a scripture that we are dealing with more and more these days, woe unto them who call evil good and good evil. And, you know, I've observed when I have listened to people, there's a big chunk of truth in what they're saying, but the if you boil it down, there are some nuances that are misguided that can turn a truth into something that's fallacious and dangerous. So, right. you know, in, when, when a person uh, uh, does is in front of a court of law and they raise their hand, they say, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. There's a lot of things going on in, in the United States that is the truth, but not the whole truth. And the whole truth, with, with whole truth mixed in with partial truth, and the last part is nothing but the truth, so help me God. The whole thing that brings it all together is the so help me God part. 
And the so help me God part is the thing that's really missing in a lot of the laws that are written and the people that are legislating those laws. It's the so help me God. As soon as you take God out of the equation, that so help me God goes away and there's really nothing to uh, reconcile what is really true. Any thoughts on that, Bill? Well, absolutely. Um, Just give you an example. We mentioned the Constitution. You did. Um, People are taking truth in the Constitution out of context. For instance, the 13th Amendment talks about it. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment were written to deal with the process and the result of emancipation of black slaves in America, slaves who uh, who had been born here on this land. Uh, the 13th Amendment gives them freedom and equality. It, the, the 14th Amendment gives them citizenship in the state that they were born in. The 15th Amendment gives them the right to vote. Those three amendments were specific to the black slavery population of that day to give them freedom and equality, to give them citizenship, and to give them a right to vote. People have taken the 14th Amendment the birthright, the birthing in this land, they've taken it out of context. If they're going to take the 14th Amendment out of context and say, well, if you're born here, according to the 14th Amendment, you can become a citizen. You might as well take the 13th Amendment and say, well, if you're born here, you have freedom and equality. If you're born here, you have the 15th Amendment that gives you a right to vote. That All three of those taken out of context sideswipes our entire immigration legal system. Wow. Every bit of it. And our visa process. It's this, but the same thing is the logic in the mind. The people that are fighting for anchor babies, I'll call them, for the 14th Amendment, would never stop and think once to give that same right to mm-hmm. an ambassador, the child of an ambassador born on American soil. No one ever thinks to give that baby a birthright here in this land. Yes. Because they know it just doesn't apply. There are... Now, first of all, the, immigra- uh, the Oak Initiative is not anti-Democrat, and we're not anti-Republican. We frankly believe they're both messed up. <laughs> Preach it, brother. Or towards the right or what the conservative side, we believe that there's uh, some things that need to be done in a certain way. We, we're not into abortion on demand, especially, frankly, abortion right up to the delivery date. Some of the crazy stuff coming out of New it's York. Just, it's crazy. Let me stop you just for a moment because we're getting into a commercial break time here and we want to spend a lot of time not only dealing with this, but we want to introduce the topics dealing with the wall and the abuse of the wall. But it it occurs to me when you talked about the Constitution and uh, misapplying the Constitution, I think really where our nation has really missed the mark beyond misapplying the Constitution is we have a tendency to misapply the Scripture. You know, yep. we'll take a scripture that really applies to us, and we go, well, th- this is the scripture that's truth. And if you don't take the bulk of scripture, the weight of scripture, the intent behind scripture, and you start doing these things, uh, you're not only misguided, but you can misguide a lot of other people. My listening right. friend, uh, uh, Bill Neesmith of the Initiative and I will be right back. We've, we've stirred a hornet's nest here, and we're going to dive into it a little bit more, not, a, not only about uh, the use and abuse of the Constitution, but also the use and abuse of Scripture, and what does the wall have to do with all this stuff? We're going to come to some revelation in this next segment. In fact, for the entire hour, you're going to love Bill Neesmith and what he has to say with you and me and my friends Bill and Kaz Stay tuned because we will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. 
You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on KPraise. My name is Jim Garlow. Two things. First one negative, second one positive. Negatively, if we saw the condition of our nation, we would all be in prayer. Positively, if we could see what God could do with our nation, we'd all be in prayer. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And Bill Neesmith of the Oak Initiative and Kaz with the Come Together San Diego broadcast. We're back, and we're talking about some stirring content, some stirring issues right now. The entire show is going to be given over this entire two hours with with uh, social issues and issues of the heart that uh, we as Christians kind of have uh, kind of walked away from, and all of a sudden we realize the, it, the heat is hot and it's, it's it's urgent, but it's almost like how do you dive back into this thing? That it's like the buzz saw is already going full speed. How do you dive into this thing with the buzz saw? Because there's bound to be some uh, casualties involved in this thing, and God wants us in the thick of it, and He will intervene as necessary. We just have to understand that. So, Bill uh, Neesmith of uh, the Oak Initiative, we've had some fun talking about uh, immigration, not only fun, but we've had our eyes opened about some of the uh, statistics that you've given and some of the biblical truths that tie in with that. And we, I want to close the immigration issue down so that we can open the gate of uh, the wall, <laughs> so to speak. You know, uh, um, any close, closing thoughts you want to give on the immigration? Because the immigration and the wall are all intimately tied with one another. Any, anything you want to do to, to make that transition? Because we want to talk a little bit more about this. Uh, Bill? Uh, just one thing. I, if anybody has any concern about the Oak Initiative's heart or my squeezed-in inability to convey, <laughs> go to theoakinitiative.org, our, our About Us page. You'll see our spiritual and moral resolutions. One of them says that all men and women are equal under the law, regardless of race, creed, culture, financial, or political affiliation. That goes for anything. Um, our heart is not to divide. Frankly, no. there's been too much of that. Um, so um, anyway, uh, kind of check us out. Yes. We're all about making sure people feel welcome and feel equal, uh, but there are uh, there's a there's a process of making it the right yes, way. Yes, yes. And my, my friend, I, got, I have to laugh because uh, uh, many of the things that uh, Bill Neesmith talks about with the Oak Initiative out of South Carolina, and they're doing uh, indigenously as well, we have friends here in San Diego County, too. And here's the deal. It's when, you, when you're a believer and you're doing God's stuff, it's not like you're competing against each other. Each one of you has a nuance that the other person couldn't have, and together you're more than doubly strong. Scripture says if one can chase a 1,000, then two can ta- chase 10,000. So the second hour we're going to talk with the um, Salt and Light Council and some of the peeps that are involved with that. Gail Levin and others, and we're going to talk about things dealing with education. And I know that you talk about things dealing with education as well in the Oak Initiative. So we're, we want to do a little transition here about the wall. And Bill, I don't know whether you knew this, but uh, we just finished my video production company and I, Bizvid Communications, uh, and I, we, we just finished a documentary called Quest for Truth, the Israeli-Palestinian con- conflict, and it's now... Uh, available as a documentary, but as we produced that, it took me a year to, my partner and I, a year to edit it and distill all the things that were coming in there about uh, the truths and half-truths. One of the topics was what happened in Israel when they built the wall. Well, actually, the wall was responsible for uh, a 95% change in the positive 
of uh, people being able to sneak through and do bombs and injure people and things like that. It was a 95% difference once the wall was constructed. And uh, the wall is proven and was proven very early on to be successful. So, so um, people are talking about the wall in the United States of America and how it's not necessary and things like that. Uh, you talk to some people that actually have walls that are walls of protection and you'll hear a different story. So, uh, Bill, how do you want to start with this, the topic of the wall in the last half hour that we have uh, on your uh, hour of co-hosting? Well, it's kind of a segue to what you said just a moment ago. One thing that our president and founder, Rick Joyner, uh, has said is an eagle is only, can only fly with both left and right wings. <laughs> Otherwise, you're spiraling one way or the other, spiraling left or spiraling right. And I think, frankly, right now, that's exactly what we're doing. Until we as Americans, until we as, as governance, until our congressmen, senators, men and women, until the House gets its act together, we're, gonna, we're not going to fly this thing very well. As far as the wall, though, um, it's not about keeping people out. It's about securing our citizens. It's not about being offensive to a global industry or a global agenda as much as it's about protecting the sovereignty of our nation. Frankly, we are in the midst of a move towards globalism. We've seen it bring devastation and destruction, crime, rapes, untold crime across Europe because somebody said, yeah, let's just let everybody migrate like a bunch of geese, and it doesn't work. God created mankind to be a little bit better than a bunch of geese looking for seeds. We have sovereignty over nations. We have a brain to govern those nations. He has given us the power to gain wealth. He's given us the mandate in the garden to be fruitful and multiply and have sovereignty over this planet. That's part of our education. That's part of the reason that mankind is here, is to learn how to be sovereign. I mentioned in the beginning of this whole segment that God created boundaries. We have national sovereignty. Why have a government if you don't have sovereignty? Why have a government if you have no nation? Uh, Anyway, to that. The wall, I mentioned earlier that 96% of the drugs that come into America that destroy homes, lives, people, um, that make, make evil people rich and politicians rich, frankly, and I'm sorry, People are getting paid to keep this border open. People are getting money if the drugs are coming through. It's a fact of life. It is a truth. It's information. It's not disinformation. Yes. Uh, Sex trafficking is going rampant. Uh, Young girls and young boys are being snatched off the streets of America and hauled across in the middle of the night. And and frankly, babies are being stolen from people in South America and used as, as cover Oh, this is my child. I need sovereignty. I need, or I need protection. I need asylum in America. And then when the baby gets here, they, own it, they automatically say, that's not my kid. And America takes possession of the child, and they've got the ownership to figure out who the parent and the child are. Yes. The yes. one thing that people aren't talking about, yes, people are talking about the, south, the southern border. Rick has had a dream here back uh, two or three, four years ago about some terrorists coming across the border into Texas. One thing that... Uh, the Oak Initiative is done, and I was, uh, I was uh, until recently, the producer and editor with uh, Don Brown in a show called America Now. Uh, one of the episodes that we did was on immigration. Um, and another one was, it's called, and you can look it up on Morningstar TV, the America Now channel. There's one out there that's, there's a title of the video that says, look, uh, turn your eyes to the north. Mm. And if you've seen anything about our northern border, you have, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who is welcoming ISIS fighters back to Canada. No one else wants them. Sure, come to Canada, he says. 
and, and I'm not against any, any religion, uh, whether it's Muslim or Hindu or you name it, but if you're a part of a religion that tells me as a Christian that i got to be quiet to give you room, then frankly, me as an individual, we got a problem. Yes, we do. And he, he, the dangerous thing, I think, from, from we, we Christians is we're always, we, we know that perseverance and temperance and things like that are, 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 are gifts and, of, of the Holy Spirit. But how do you apply those things when we need to make a stand for righteousness? And we're, we're in a, I think the church in, in the United States and other places as well, but let, I'm focusing on the United States. The church in the United States has to have a revelation that we need to stand for righteousness. And that's, it's costly. It's a costly thing, um, and, and it's, it's a difficult thing. You know, the whole idea about globalism, you and I can talk about that. From a scriptural standpoint, God wants to, he's interested that all uh, come to repentance and that we can all be one and he and the Father are one. And some people that could misapply scripture could say, see, there's globalism. Why wouldn't we want to have the whole world embrace Jesus? Well, the fact that God, Jesus Christ, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit do not have an ulterior motive that suits themselves. Their motive is to bring people groups together in him. Our our mentality for globalization is to uh, one group gets stronger and another group gets weaker. One group benefits while the other ones pay the freight. That's globalism from a human perspective. That's why nationalism, in particular, the United States of America is one nation under God. We, at least we have a constitution and a mindset that has a Judeo-Christian strategy so that when we even meagerly make that attempt to be godly, God can intervene. If we're godless, God's not so inclined to intervene in our benefit. He's more inclined to uh, intervene uh, to our detriment and give us a lesson. Speak a little bit about that, would you? Uh, we've got about, uh, uh, let's let's say, uh, a couple minutes in this segment, and then we have to take a break, but then we're going to spend the last entire segment talking about how God wants to solve that using, oops, people like you, and oops, people like me. <laughs> what a revelation. Go ahead, well, you Bill. Know, scripture will not give any kind of Scripture basis on the laws and principles of immigration. It gives you the heart of the process, like it says, to welcome the alien in your land, to give him a part of the equality of your land. I mean, there's scriptures out there that talk about that, but you won't find anything that talk about how to do immigration. Immigration is a, ma- is a matter of the judicial law, the, the man governance. Um, the, the, an example of what, as far as equality versus nationalism versus identity versus uh, globalism God gave us a really good picture. He called one nation Israel, but he divided them in tribes. Well, that's good, Bill. You to know who you are. I need you to know that you are separate from this tribe because I, I don't want you to be separate from them. I want you to be a part of them, but separate in your identity because until we as a people know who we are, we're confused and we're walking around in confusion. One of the best things that we can learn is that there are people in our country that want us to be divided. There are people that will divide us on race. There are people that will divide us on our sexual prefer- or our sexual identities. Those are all things that the church needs to have a voice in, yes. But as I said in the beginning, the church is learning how to have that voice because we've never had to have that voice in the public political arena. And frankly, I think we've made some mistakes. We've stood up for what's a sin. We've stood up for what's wrong in some cases. But we negated the idea that there's compassion and there's long-suffering and there's love. We need to remember that Jesus went in and, and cleaned out the money changers because he realized 
there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things, and you're doing it wrong today, and I'm here to tell you. Wow. Jesus did not walk in there, hat ringing, wringing his hands, hat in his hand, kind of, oh, please, I just, I'm just i a I'm a nice uh, Jesus kind of guy, and, and I just need to tell you how much I love you, but, you know, uh, I don't agree with what you're doing, but I don't want to offend you about anything. Jesus went in and he made his point clear because it said, the zeal within his heart for his father's house is what consumed him, and I'm not advocating violence, but I, until a man lays, no greater love has any man that he's willing to lay down his life for his friends. And I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about getting connected with people in your community, yes. doing the right thing and standing up and say, this is the wrong thing. We have way too many people that are milk toast anymore. Yes. Bill. They're kind of mealy mouth, and I really don't know. You know, the reason that people don't have an opinion anymore is because life is way too busy. We're information overload. No one really knows what is and is not. But as Scripture says, that um, for those that know, or in order to believe the truths of Scripture, it says you must first believe that God is, and Ooh. that He's the rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Wow, wow, wow! Hold that thought for a second. We're going to spend the last entire segment of this first hour dealing with that and how God would have us identify what our calling is, and also how to move vigilantly in it, so that this nation can be, shall we say make America great again, dare I say that? <laughs> but God wants to do that in this nation because there, I, I would say if you actually did the math, there's a lot more for us than against us, but the, the news would tell us otherwise. My listening friend, we're going to dig more deeply into this in the last portion of this hour with Bill Neesmith and the Oak Initiative. Bill, are you with me for the last segment of your hour? I am, yes, I am. Okay, my listening friend, buckle up, because you're going to get some solutions to the challenges that you and I have discovered and uncovered in the first uh, uh, three quarters of this hour. My listening friend, get ready for your eyes open and to to, uh, empower you to go onward, upward, and into God's uh, full will for your life. My listening friend, Bill Neesmith and Kaz, will be right back. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And we're back for the last 15 minutes or so of the first hour with my wonderful co-host from the Oak Initiative. He's on the East Coast. We are on the West Coast, and God wants to bring the coasts together and uh, all of the other parts of the United States as well. Hello, Hawaii. Hello, Alaska. <laughs> so m- my listening friend, Bill, and I have had just a good time uh, getting into stuff. And, Bill, uh, it's easy to realize when you're in the thick of this that an hour goes pretty quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> You know, there, there's a scripture that I'm going to use, and I'm going to have you use that as a springboard because we want to talk a little bit about solutions. We've given a lot of, of the challenges, and God is uh, interested in causing each one of us to discover what our strength is. And we can't solve it singularly, but collectively under him we can. There's a scripture in 1 Corinthians 10 that I love. I'm going to read it to you, my friend, or at least quote it to you from memory. The scripture says, there is no temptation that is uncommon to man but that God is faithful and he will not suffer you to be tempted beyond that which you are able to bear, but will, with the temptation, provide a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. You will be able to bear it. Let me put that on a national scale in the United States of America. There is no difficulty that is beyond God's reach 
and he will give you the skill sets to be able to bear it, but also overcome it. And that's his promise to us. Sometimes we get so uh, engrossed in what we see and read, we go, oh, it's all over and we can't win. Well, those are the kind of situations that God just loves because he loves to win within those. Bill Neesmith, uh, in the next few minutes, give us your input because this is not something that you just do nine to five. You you do this your entire life. Your whole heart is around uh, restoring America to her calling. So what what do you sense God is telling we kids to do, and how do we do it collectively with one another? Bill Neesmith, The Oak Initiative. Well, I'll tell you what God told me not too long ago. He said, Bill, I need you to listen to your heart. Mm. And as a minister, and at that time I was planning a church, I wasn't interested in listening to my heart. I was interested in listening to his. I mean, he wanted to plant a church. He wants to reach a city. He wants me to pastor these people. Uh, So we bucked up. We put our sleeves up. We kept on moving. And God, in his infinite, compassionate love, said, but I want you to listen to your heart. And that listening led me to more of a clarity. For everybody that's listening today, I want you to listen to what your heart is saying. You see, when I mentioned about the tribes of Israel, and each one was specific and unique, but part of a nation. God has created you for a specific reason. He's created you in a specific way. When you look at all the information, and there's plenty of other information that can be shared on any one of these topics, talking heads on TV and CNN and Fox News and Brett Barton, you name it, anything you hear now, you need to just slice off some of that stuff because it'll look overwhelming. It'll feel like a weight that you simply can't even get started in. When you start listening to your heart and say, that, right there, that resonates with me, then that's a little bit of the breath of God that's talking to your heart. The Scripture says that the Holy Spirit has been given to each one of a new believer when we're filled with His Spirit to, to reside. The heart of God is now residing next to our heart. And the Spirit of God is conveying the heart of God or the mind of God to us. And when we listen to who we are and we identify those things that fit us. And I'm not talking about you can get it your way, Burger King. But it's all about who you are, and it's all about the uniqueness of, of that and overinflating your importance. But God's created you for a reason, and there are things that fit you, and there are things that he's equipped you to do. Those are the Scripture also admonishes us. Do not compare ourselves one with another, because you're going to want to talk like Billy Graham, so you're never ever going to go witness. You're going to want to prophesy like Rick Joyner, so you're never going to speak a prophecy. Find out and do it the way God told you to do it. Right, and do uh, and do it based on you on who God, whom God has called you to be. Right, absolutely. And it comes down to the simple idea. And and frankly, my solution and my goal and my ambition of everything that I do is to teach people how to uh, disciple. Uh, in the same way that you would you would find someone to witness to to disciple. I'm not talking about witnessing. Hey, Jesus loves you, and you run into the guy at the gas station and flip him a track. I'm talking about discipling somebody. Lord, send me to somebody that I can spend the next month, week, year, six months, somebody, have an opening and an end, somebody that I can talk to and I can tell them about Jesus. Well, the same way, if it's whatever God's telling you to get involved in, whether it's uh, uh, abortion and contending with that or uh, right to li- or, I'm sorry, uh, the wall or anything, it's, whatever it is, Learn about that thing so intricately that you can give a three-second elevator speech and nail it every time because you know it. And what that's going to do is it's going to give you confidence because 
I prepared. The greatest speakers in the world, those public speakers know, and they'll tell you, the way you get up there and you speak the way, the way I speak is because I have prepared. Mm-hmm. Me personally, when I was in seminary, one of my seminary professors uh, told me, he said, Before you, when you get your topic, study like there was no Holy Spirit. But when you stand up to give it, preach like there was no study. <laughs> and the idea is to get the juice inside of you so when God squeezes, you can't control what comes out. It just comes out. Say that right. again. I, this is, if there's a golden nugget, my listening friend, listen to what he says here about uh, receiving all the stuff inside uh, judiciously, but when it comes time to let her go, let, let the Holy Spirit have his way. Say that one more time. I'm going to have you speak that into our listeners. I think this is the pivotal point right here, my friend. You, you see all the stuff that's going on in the world, and it, it's almost overwhelming to know what to do. Just do what God has stirred you to do, and do it the best you can, and entrust Holy Spirit to have his way. Bill Neesmith, close this uh, hour with a proclamation to our listening friends, and uh, let's see where God takes this, my friend uh, Bill Neesmith of the Oak Initiative. By the way, the Oak Initiative, Bill, what's the w- website again for the Oak Initiative? Theoakinitiative.org. Very good. Now, l- lay that proclamation on us, and my listening friend, play, pay close attention to what uh, our friend Bill Neesmith has to say. Go ahead, Bill. Well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to find out what God's telling you. Listen to your heart. And then what I want you to do with that is study like there was no Holy Spirit, meaning don't just let God do it. Study like it all depends on you. Study like you've got to get your framework together. You've got to learn it. You've got you to breathe it. You've got to understand it. And then when you stand up and deliver it, because it's something that's now a part of in your spirit, in your heart, mind, and being, speak like there was no study, meaning don't be regimented. Don't be bullet point. Don't be, don't be uh, targeted. Just let the Holy Spirit flow through you. The point is, get it deep inside of you, because at that moment, you are believable, and you are transformative. And I believe that's what God means by whatsoever man believes in his heart, as he speaks it, that he believes it, that's what comes out of, that's what comes into creation. We have the ability to speak life into the communities around us when people start seeing the, the truth that's permeating, because we've sold out to something. Wow. It's much bigger than who you are. Bill Neesmith, The Oak Initiative. The hour goes quickly. We need to have bring you back frequently so that you can uh, delve uh, into these topics in greater detail. But we scratched the surface, but uh, we, we reached the blood flow, I think. And, and a lot of people are getting a sense about what God wants to do. And my friend, God is stirring you to do something, and uh, don't think you have to do everything. Bill Neesmith, thanks for joining us on this hour. What a remarkable co-host. Uh, honored to know you. Thank you, Kaz, and I'm honored to know you and uh, have an opportunity tonight. And one more website, please. Theoakinitiative.org. Very good. Bill Neesmith, thank you. My listening friend, uh, it it really stirs me as we are digging into these things. And, you know, you look at the news and you go, how can I possibly do anything? And God says, you don't have to do everything, just do something. And I'll tell you what that is, and you pursue it with all your heart, and let's see where Holy Spirit takes it. So we've dealt with the the wall and immigration a little bit in this first hour, but the whole theme of social values and listening to God is going to continue because our next segment, we're going to bring uh, Gail Levin, who's an administrator at the Salt and Light Council. We're going to deal with uh, education and the abuse, not only of education, but of our little ones, of our children, and what can be done to circumvent those things. Uh, What a remarkable two hours on Come Together San Diego. And wouldn't you just expect it? Because that's our heart cry, too, is to help inform you and inspire you 
to do what God wants you to do. My listening friend, uh, the Salt and Light Council group and other people that are tied to that are coming up in the next hour. So Kaz and the other part of the team will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ San Marcos Poway and K29CR Encinitas. FM 106.1 North County. AM 1210 San Diego. K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Well, hello, my friends. You know, we're talking about how to activate ourselves or how to allow the Lord to activate us in whatever the social issue happens to be. And my friend, there are so many that are around there. And sometimes I have to admit, we as Christians kind of step back and go, we we don't want to get involved in politics. We don't want to get into education. We just want to do what the, be in the church and do the church-related things. Well, if you haven't looked, the church-related things have to include the political side. They have to include the educational side. They have to include the social side. If we don't do it, it's going to be abused. And that's what the challenge is. And our whole two hours on this show for Come Together San Diego are really tied to dealing with these social issues, identifying where the needs are, and if God has stirred you in that need to move out confidently. And we're giving you people on this broadcast that have uh, some insights on that. They can help you move out into those areas. In particular here, we're going to be talking about education or uh, sex education in the San Diego School District and beyond and how some of the misuses that have, have occurred throughout uh, the the decades and how we've kind of let our fingers off the, the drive, the, you know, the steering wheel, and we need to regain control in the Lord's name. So uh, I, we're going to have some fun in this hour. And my friend, if you are familiar with voting issues or constitutional constitutional rights or family privileges in San Diego County, you will have heard the name Salt and Light Council. They are forerunners here in San Diego County and beyond. And we have a, one of the administrators, one of my favorite people of Salt and Light Council. Her name is Gail Levin, and she is going to co-host with me. But, oh, no, not just Gail by herself. Oh, no. We have another dear friend of mine, R.C. Robinson, New Birth Covenant Church in San Diego County, and he's one of those pastors. You know, you say pastors are doing their own church things. Well, of course, Archie and Yvette are doing that in their church environment, but it's more than that. You're going out into the community, going out and and cohabitating with other believers and other churches to make a major difference. So we can do this together. So uh, and and we have another another special guest on the phone from the East Coast. Hi, Gail. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's so good to be <laughs> it here. Is, I love it is. This. Yes. And, and another dear friend of mine, Archie Robinson of New Birth Covenant Church. Archie, I know you're, you're an active guy, so good to have you. We actually get you for this whole hour on the radio show. It's good to be here. It really is. Uh, thank you for inviting us. It's, it's, but we're going we're gonna to peel back the onion peel, and we're going to dig into the stuff here. So we want to talk a little bit about this, and I, I, let's, let's have you just very briefly give an overview, Gail, of Salt and Light Council, and then we're going to bring our guest who's waiting on the phone, excited to share their insights as well, and I'll let you introduce them as well. But first, a little overview of Salt and Light Council, uh, Archie, a little bit of color commentary, and then we'll dig into the actual topic that we're going to talk about. Gail. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, the Salt and Light Council, what we do is we uh, develop civic serve Biblical Citizenship Ministries in Congregations, in Organizations, and Groups. 
And that means, you know, civic serve. Think about civics. It's, it deals civic with government. Civic serve. Civic serve. It deals with government. Yes. And we believe that the government is a mission field. How do you like that? <laughs> the government is a mission the field. The government in America is now the mission field. Ooh. And so we start, uh, ch- we, we help churches to form um, organizations, uh, ministries for civic serve so that they can educate, equip, and then activate the congregation. So we train, we ask the pastor, send us one person that we can train, and then that person becomes the the conduit to the Mm -hmm. whole congregation of what's happening in government and tells people how they can get activated so we're not just looking at the problems, we're being part of the solution. We are being salt and light. That's right. Uh, Archie, as a a pastor for many years, you and your wife, and it's easy to get kind of segmented out there and just be dealing with your own stuff, but you knew early on that it couldn't be just a me, my mind. It had to be uh, a broader picture. So uh, what do you, t- how do you encourage pastors to get past the myopic thinking and say, th- you know, we're responsible for what God wants us to do in San Diego and we can't do it by ourselves. Well, I think right now, most pastors are, I, I, I just, as you were talking, they're getting squeezed to do something different. <laughs> I really, seriously, yes. I mean, to get out into community uh, uh, and reach, uh, really outreach and impart, um, kingdom values and so therefore we need to come as the name of your show come together (laughs) as uh, men and women of god to try to understand the government of god and being able to change our culture yes you know what i see my friend is when when you dive into this you go it's too much it's too big for me i can't handle it all but what happens is god puts people to your left and to your right who have pieces of the education and they're pulling on you to say what piece do you have and you go oh well i always thought about this are Mm -hmm. you kidding me that's a god thing and all of a sudden the body of christ gets to be the body of christ right gail that's right and um it, it all depends on us because we, the, God is, this is really a battle between God and, and the powers of the world. And if we don't step up for God, then there's nobody that's going to step up. Oh, there it's you us. go. It's that's exactly us. right. You know, the Salt and Light Council, I'm just so honored to know Dran Reese and all you guys that are doing this because you've taken, that's what Dran said, what do I do? And all of a sudden God gave her a plan to uh, parlay the people of San Diego County and the pastors and the ministers to do things. And God is stirring San Diego in a remarkable way. But he's also stirring other areas and he's bringing people into San Diego to give pieces and nuances that they have that uh, they may not have normally have, which I'm setting the stage for you to do at the introduction for our on the telephone guest. And why don't you do that? And we'll bring her on to share her insights. Tell us a little bit about sure. who we have on the line. Our guest is a, is a good friend of Dran's in the Salt and Light Council. Her name is Dr. Judith Riesman, and uh, she is... Uh, She's known as the founder of the modern anti-Kinsey movement, if you've heard of Alfred Kinsey. And she will tell you about him, um, that he's behind a lot of what we're seeing, well, everything really that we're seeing now. And, and I know she'll fill you in on that. She's also the research, a research professor at Liberty University School of Law. Mm-hmm. And she's also director of the Child Protection Institute. Well, that's what caught my attention, the Child Protection Institute, my friends. Uh, our children are at risk. And uh, there's, we sometimes we go, we don't know what to do about it, but God has a solution. And uh, Judith has been given some solutions that God has given her. She's going to share some of those with us. Judith, are you with us on the line? Yes, I am. I certainly am. I'm listening. And I'm, 
not just on the line, but I'm with you. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I know you are. I've had a chance to research a little bit about who you are. It's pretty remarkable. God's stirring you to be a leader of leaders. Here's the deal. We're, your phone line, um, it, 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 sometimes it's good and sometimes it isn't. If we ever lose you, we're going to come back and get you. Don't be distressed, and we'll call, okay. call you back. So you don't just don't wiggle the line too much, but just find a, a clean area and, and talk with us. Gail, how, how would you like to start this with Judith uh, Reisman. Well, I know when I mentioned Kinsey, you kind of looked yes. at me like, huh? That's somewhat so, unfunfamiliar to me. So, uh, h- hello, hello, Dr. Reisman. I can't wait to I see you when you come to San Diego. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about who was Alfred Kinsey and your interest in learning about that and letting people know about that? And Judith, let's do this first. Give us the elevator speech, and then I have to take a break, and then we're going to sp- spend the rest of the remaining hour talking about these things. But uh, I've got to, I, I'm kind of enslaved to the clock, unfortunately. So give us kind of the, the, the teaser, and then we'll delve into it the next segments. Uh, Judith Reisman. Okay. Well, in 1948, 1953, Dr. Alfred Kinsey wrote two major books that changed the world, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male and Sexual Behavior in the Human Female. And he was identified as the most famous man for a decade. There was nobody that was known more than Kinsey was. And obviously, you're too young, yeah? So that um, the impact that he had was, to spread his paradigm, his lies about human sexuality, his lies about our greatest generation, to the world. And the world believed, and everything changed. Yes. And that was, what was that, in the early 60s or something like that, Judith? No, no, 1948. Oh, my goodness. 70 yes. years ago. Mm-hmm, oh, my goodness. And I'll give you one more, and then I'll let you go to your <laughs> um, <laughs> The big thing that happened was everybody really was pretty, pretty, pretty prudential in those years, pretty Puritan. And this guy named Hugh Hefner mm-hmm. read Kinsey and, he, the, you know, read about him, saw his, his work. And this Hugh Hefner, Hugh, who certainly you've heard of, made, said, I will be Kinsey's pamphleteer because Hefner was a virgin in college like most guys were in those years. And so hence, there we got not just the sexual revolution, but the pornography revolution. Oh my, my goodness. My friends, see, we've opened the can of worms here, but we're not going to shy away from it. And the <laughs> remainder of this uh, uh, second hour, to the t- all the way to the top of the hour, we're going to deal with these things, but also the fruit of those labors and where they have led us so far, but also God's solutions. So, Judith uh, Reisman, you're going to stay with us for the remainder of the hour as our Archie Robinson and Gail Levin, or Levine, Levine, Levin, Levone, Levonsky. Levin. Levin. <laughs> I'm going to change your last name, Gail Levin. I knew that, but I'm just teasing you. My listening friend, guess what? This uh, can of worms and Kaz will be right back. Look out. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Uh-oh. Now we've done it. We've opened it up and we have to continue our discussion. We talked about uh, the sexual revolution in the United States of America and beyond and we talked about a guy named Alfred Kinsey who uh, wrote books, things like uh, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male and 
sexual behavior in the human female, and that really launched the open door for going a direction that uh, was uh, not of godly moral caliber. And uh, the disintegration, uh, we're seeing the fruit of the disintegration of those things as it relates to education, as it relates to social value and so many different things. Today, we opened this up, and we're not going to just skirt the issue. We're going to dive on into it. And we brought somebody in who is a friend with Salt and Light Council. Her name is Judith uh, Reisman, and uh, she's a tremendous lady. She's uh, involved with the Liberty uh, University School uh, of Law, and she's also the director of the uh, Child Protection Institute and so many other things. So, uh, Judith, we opened the can of worms here, and I'm going to let Gail and um, uh, Archie Robinson uh, kind of pepper you with questions so you can pepper us with answers. Gail, let her rip, and uh, Judith, buckle up. Gail's no pushover. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Judith, what, what is on your heart to share? What is it that you want the people in San Diego to know? Well, you're fighting now so many battles. You have to understand that the whole field of so-called sex education came out of Dr. Alfred Kinsey. There was no sex education in the United States of America. There was no field of sexuality, human sexuality, in, in the United States of America until Kinsey hit with the, the, this phony information that he, that he put upon the nation and, of course, was funded at the time, not only by the university itself, but most importantly, by Rockefeller Foundation. And that was very important because nobody was going to contradict much of what he said thinking that Rockefeller was supporting him and that meant the university was depending on grants through Rockefeller and so on and so on. And most other universities followed suit. So here was a guy who claimed he was going to tell us through sex education uh, how to lower our sex crime rate, how to lower our crime rate, how to improve our marriages, how to decrease sexually transmitted diseases and so on. And um, excuse me, Gail, but, you know, has that happened? <laughs> and not only that, but Judith, uh, we hear the promises similar to this. They just changed the words, but the promises are the same today. Archie, I know this has stirred you up. Any thoughts? Well, the whole thing is, is that um, as it's hitting what we now know and what we has now has been unleashed, um, it's causing a whole lot of backlash because it's making um, men and women be predators. Uh, especially upon young men and women. Um, And then because it's sex is what you do, your whole body is a part of. So as young men and women are growing up and you bombarding them with these, these things. And we know that pornography itself is so addictive. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, My friend tells me that uh, 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 pornography is more addictive than heroin. So all this yep. stuff is opening up and is bombarding the children. And now we're allowing our educational system to gravitate to it, to show it as if it was, quote unquote, education. Wow. Yeah, I have a question. Um, can you tell us in his books where he got his research from? Good question. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, well, um, yes, uh, he got his research from sex offenders, from sexual 
uh, predators. My listening friend, yeah. I, I need you to, to put your your mufflers on here and just discern what's going on. Right. Uh, sometimes you just got to say it like it is, and yeah. and uh, we, we want to be delicate in this, uh, my listening friend, so understand that. But I, I want to give uh, Judith some free reign here, but not obviously not to via, violate uh, heart sensitivity, but to tell the truth, and uh, let's deal yeah, with it once I mean, we hear it. So go ahead, Judith. Yes, it, it has to be. I mean, people have... Look, if the, if the people of the church do not take this up and demand to know the truth and knowing the truth, then fight against it, then who is going to do it? That's right. No one. Absolutely. We need it raw. We need it raw. We've known about this since 1948. It was in his books. He was using sexual sexual predators of children. He was part of that. And, And we haven't fought it because for good reason, you know, we've tried to protect ourselves and our kids, but we haven't ended up protecting. Right. We've just exposed everybody. Wow. Yeah, and Judith, 1948 is a long time ago. How come we're still talking about this now? How, how, how have people responded to you through the decades? Well, they fought me like crazy, and I had a grant from the Department of Justice, which, you know, was great, but as soon as they started realizing what was in there, you know, the, the FBI ran tail and, and everybody kind of ran tail. But, yeah, I mean, that was very unfortunate. But the fact is, there was absolutely no human sexuality education until Kinsey. It is the entire structure. Planned Parenthood, Sika, Masters and Johnson, all these people were funded by Playboy and Rockefeller. And all of them entered into our universities from our universities, building the uh, the institutions, the 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 um, accreditation structures that would move down into the law. The law got changed in 1955, massively changed in 1955 based on Kinsey. And then the APA stepped in in 1973 saying that homosexuality was normal, based on Kinsey. And that moved into our schools so that they have embedded in in our schools since 1950s, 60s, 70s, and it has not stopped. Wow. Judith Reisman, uh, we're, we're delighted to have you on. And I'll tell you what, you're taking, you, you know, you're taking our eyelids and you're causing us to put... Uh, Close, uh, <laughs> close pins on them to keep them wide open because the truth that you're sharing. Let me just spend just a quick moment identifying my listening friends. I'm here in the studio and I know who we're talking with, but you don't. You're hearing voices. And let me just identify the, this quality panel that we have to talk about this to- topic. Um, Salt and Light Council's administ- one of the administrators, Gail Levin, is here with us. And she's kind of ro- being the, the rodeo master and, and kind of keeping everything in and, and check and helping me know what questions to ask when and so forth. So, Gail, good to have you. Thank you. It's really good to be here. And Archie Robinson, one of a long, a long time friend of mine, New Birth Covenant Church uh, in San Diego County, but he's one of the uh, spokesperson on, on behalf of pastors and others as well. He's seeing this from grassroots level, and he has insights as well. Absolutely. And also my one of my new favorite people. Judith Reisman, and she is involved with a number of other things, but Liberty University uh, 
uh, School of Law, and also the director of the Child Protection Institute, and so many other things. So, Judith, good to have you as well. And, Gail, where do you want to launch out here? We've got just maybe a minute or so in this segment, and then we have to dive into a commercial, and then we'll, well spend I'd the like rest, to ask, rest of the time I'd like to ask Pastor this. Archie to talk about, from his perspective and his community, okay. how, how has all of this information affected the people where you are? Well, everything that, that – the reason why I'm here is because it was uh, – the things about the sex education was actually introduced silently uh-huh. in the school system. And we needed to hear about it. And so now that it comes to fruition, we're trying to bring pastors in the Southeast. And so you're, you're, you're not only talking, well, you're talking generally, but you're also talking about San Diego San County. Diego, yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. I, I, that's who I represent. Yes. So we're going to talk. I know we're talking <laughs> we, general terms, but also we need to get homeward bound here and Absolutely. deal with what's going on Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And, it's and, affecting us. And Judith is coming to San Diego, yes? Yeah, Ju- Judith. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. Go ahead, the Judith. The sense of trafficking in the, in the West. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to be doing? Uh, you're going to be sharing some of your wisdom here? Yes, I certainly hope so. I'll be with um, Gail at the at, at the the um, the uh, the conference, the, the rally. Uh, We're having a rally, rally in San Diego. Yeah, the rally, right? You, and you then we have the events that the Salt and Light. Gail will tell you more about that. Yes, than I will. Yeah. So we will. we're we're going to dive into this again because we just scratched the surface. But why don't you give a tease about the the, the conference? Can you give a real quick one in the well? Deal we're with having it at the end of the show? we're having a rally uh, on Tuesday at San Diego Unified School District on Normal Street. Of all things, it's Normal Street. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pastor Archie is going to be there and a lot of people. And what we want to do really, we really, really want a lot of people to come out. And, and, and Dr. Reisman's going to join us, which is a real um, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yes. to meet her and hear what she has to say. Okay. Well, she, you now, uh, uh, Judith Reisman, you stirred it up. Now it's your responsibility to... to Bring it to fruition here. So, you, you, Gail, do you want to you want to take this uh, uh, hurricane or the, this, this uh, tornado and try to saddle it a little bit? So I'll let you and Judith do that, and I'll kind of leave for the rest of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, can I can I just say this? I I actually got drafted into this by Dean Boyles, uh, and uh, he had came to the Southeast Pastors to 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 tell us about what was going on in the school system. Yes, and he had came to the school system before and it was a great pushback and he just wanted the uh christendom and pastors to really yes uh take part and so that's how i got yes. started and that's how i met Gail. Gail, yeah, and that's how you're going to meet judith as well my friend we're coming up against a break here so i'm going to just tease the next half hour and say everything that you got uh, stirred up about we're going to deal with in the last half hour and judith reisman is going to stay with us as our gail uh, and, and and Archie, um, we, yeah, we got I, up against a break here. Okay, so. I just wanted to say Dean Broyles is an attorney. Uh, he's the founder of the National Center for Law and Order. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about all these things, my friend. Of course, we have to deal with commercial breaks and things like that. So the team and Kaz will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. 
This is Pastor Jim Heidrich from Firewheel Church, and I declare over San Diego that the goodness of God is going to crash in on you with the weight of his glory because he's moving with compassion. Yes, you believe in Jesus, but Jesus believes in you, and I just affirm you in your call to greatness in Christ Jesus. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, we opened the can of worms about the sexual revolution and what it has meant and what it is it means and how to defend against that. We've opened the can of worms, and uh, uh, I tell you what, uh, we're dealing with it vigilantly and honestly. Uh, we've got uh, Salt and Lice Councils, one of the administrators there, Gail Levin, is with us. But also I want to give a shout-out to Grand Reese. Thank you for having the vision to start this organization. It's really taken off, and it's really giving us yes. uh, people, not only within San Diego County, but beyond uh, tools to actually move forward in what God has called them to do in, in, in social issues and and the like. So, so uh, Gail, uh, I know that uh, you have some things that you want to talk with Judith about, but also uh, Archie Robinson uh, is, is here with us, and uh, he, he is uh, with New Birth uh, Covenant Church out of San Diego. And Judith, uh, we've just stirred you up a little bit, and I'm going to let yeah. Gail continue the conversation. Yeah, I, I, want, I have a question for Judith, and then I'd like to turn more to Archie, Pastor Archie as well. Um, Judith, we, we touched on the school, the, the youth and, and schools and what they're yeah. learning. Uh, can you just say a little bit about what is comprehensive mm-hmm. sexuality education and why is it happening in our schools? What is, be, what is fueling the, the move for schools to teach our children pornography. There's a recent article which uh, goes into by by the people in the field, which identifies the the problems that all of them have had for a long time. Remember, it you know the father of the field was a was a sadomasochistic pedophile, pederast actually. Um, you know, you, and from that man and his followers came the whole field of human sexuality education. And in the beginning, when before we had Kinsey and, and the cult of Kinsey, remember, you're not, you're not talking at that time about a, a structure that would require uh, vaccines for little children for HPV and H- HIV and you know, every other kind of venereal disease. You're not talking about uh, problems of impotence, massive impotence. So, you know, this is the, a billion dollar, multi billion dollar industry that feeds off of the despair right. of our people, our children in particular now, and the adults. And we support so, them. So, you would you you saying that all of this is a teaming up together to bring this polluted idea? to all the youth and all the schools and all the colleges uh, um, right now through all of that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Through the colleges first started there. And that was then brought through the, through the laws and the laws in 1955, the model penal code, you know, you know, in 1955, uh, Rape was punished, could be punished by death in half the state and life in half the In California, seduction was a felony, you know? Seduction. I mean, you, wow. yeah, seduction. You couldn't whisper sweet nothings and say to the girl, I, I want you to be mine, you know, but I can't wait. 
So, you know, guy could go to jail for that. Right. And, and now it's, he says, she says, because we've, we've said for pornography, I mean, fornication is okay. It's, um, uh, you know, it's, so one thing that I'm understanding, even as you're saying this and me being a pastor, what we all have uh, drifted is away from what God has told us and how he has wanted us to act. Um, Absolutely. And so Absolutely. without that moral compass, and that's what I'm hearing and seeing, that they're taking the filters off as far as morally and therefore just allowing you to do what you feel, what you desire, and that is causing yeah. a whole polluted cesspool of sexual stuff. Yes. I'm going to put it like well, that. Well, it falls let, into let me, fatherlessness, Let me, let me inter- interject here just so that my listening friend knows because there's a lot of voices coming in to your ear right now as you're listening to this on the radio. We have uh, – I'm Kaz and uh, the host of Come Together San Diego, but we have uh, one of the administrators of Salt and Light Council, Gail Levin, here to kind of – uh, oversee this. The other gentleman that you hear on the radio is Archie Robinson. He's the pastor of New Birth Covenant, but he also has a real investment, not only in San Diego, but in the pastors and other people throughout San Diego County. So he's vested in this as well. And we also have Judith Reisman uh, calling from East Coast, and uh, she's a remarkable lady and has had uh, a lot of experience uh, in dealing with this, but she's also the director of the Child Protection Institute. And uh, so we've got some vetted people here, my listening friend. And so when you hear these voices, I just want you to be aware that there's some uh, some insights here that are going to be remarkable uh, for you and to you. So keep listening. Gail, as we close this segment. Yeah, and that father of sexuality that Dr. Reisman's talking about, of course, is Alfred Kinsey. And he was the founder of what's known now as the Kinsey Institute. It's seven. They just had their 70th anniversary. My listening friend, and I know if you're, you're like me, you're kind of pulling your hair out right now. What The things that you're hearing, you're getting some revelations, some things. You know, yesterday and the day before, you didn't know about this, so you, you didn't... You, weren't anxious about it or you weren't concerned about it. But these things not only have go, gone on, they're going on. And we want to come to the place where we go, we're not ignorant of the devices of the enemy, but also God wants to equip us to make changes. So Judith, we've got one more segment coming up and I'm going to want you to take the forefront and, and give some uh, insights and some solutions from your perspective. And Gail Levin with Salt and Light Council, you ha- you and uh, Dran and the people at Salt and Light Council have some uh, tools for people to use. Right. And Archie has some pastoral insights. Yeah. And also from a congregational standpoint, my friend, we're, uh, we've only got another uh, segment in this show, but we're going to tie, try to tie all these loose strings, and they be many, together in the last segment to give you not only hope, but empower you to do something about it. So Kaz and all my buds will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Oh boy, oh boy, are we hitting it tonight. I'll tell you what. Salt and Light Council's Gail Levin is with us and uh, Archie Robinson, who is the uh, pastor of New Birth Covenant 
Church in San Diego County, and Judith Reisman. And I'm gonna, Gail, I'm gonna let you carry on with Judith because we have this last segment. But we want to, we've, you know, a lot of people are pulling their hair out right about now. Right. No, know, know what exactly to do. There are solutions, and I'm gonna hand this over to you, Gail, and Judith to right. Begin and that. and before Judith says what she has to say, I just want to say that there is a website that mm-hmm. people can go to yes. where they can see what. Judith Reisman has done and and find out more information. And that website is www.thereismaninstitute.org. So Spell that's that. the T H E Reisman R E I S is in Sam M is in Mary A N is in Nancy Reisman Institute dot org. Yes. And um, Judith, what would you say uh, for people who've been listening to this and are really alarmed? And what kind of action can they take? Well, I'm thrilled that they're alarmed. I mean, there's a reason that there's a reason that New York ruled that you can kill newborn babies. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a reason right. that all mm-hmm. this has happened in this country. So they have to become really knowledgeable. Please do go on my website and download my books. Are on there free. You can t- download my books. There are articles uh, ad nauseum. I hope not nauseum, but anyway, <laughs> there are, you know, a lot of articles. But you have to understand where we are with the fatherlessness, with men giving up, yeah, mm-hmm. either giving up or becoming abusive or whatever. That that has not come from nowhere. That has come from this this manipulation of our natural love into a disorganized, uh, actually abusive experience of lust that has been created by people who had themselves disordered thinking, disordered behavior. In the interest of time, Dr. Reisman, we really do want people to go to thereismaninstitute.org. And and I want to say that the church has the answer. We are the answer, okay? We Mm -hmm. are the answer. And I just want to take a moment to encourage people to go to the Salt and Light Council's website also, Salt and Light Council.org, that's SALT, S-A-L-T, and LIGHT Council, and that's spelled C-O-U-N-C-I-L.org. We are looking for people like you that are listening now who want to start a ministry in the congregation under the um, authority of your pastor with his permission or her permission. And so give us a call, uh, contact us through our website, and let us let us. Network with you, and then I want to ask also. Also, Pastor coming up on Archie. Tuesday, Pastor Archie Robinson <laughs> about the rally. Yes. Can't about stop the, this guy. About the big rally that is coming up on Tuesday, and that's going to be at the Board of Education right there on Normal uh, Avenue. Um, and we would love for everybody. I'm talking to all the pastors that are here uh, that are listening. I was at C3 the other week, and I know they're going to be there. But it's going to be a, a lot of us there just representing. And letting them know, and our and our slogan is "too much, too soon." Mm. They're giving too much of this to our children right now at this young age. My, 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 my listening friend, I, I got to tell you, it's easy to get overwhelmed by things, or it's easier to just go into your 
private closet and go, that's happening out there, but God will take care of it. And God's saying, I intend to take care of it, but guess who I'm calling to do this? You've got a piece of the equation, my listening friend, a piece of the equation. And I think you've been given some some, uh, websites to be able to carry that further. Uh, We've got got a couple minutes, so let me just ask each one of you to give parting thoughts. Judith, let me give you a minute or so to give parting thoughts to encourage our listeners to discover what their calling is and to move vigilantly into it and know that they're not alone. Go ahead, Judith. Yeah, well, there's, there's, you know, join the rest of the, the God's people. Go, go to the rally. Um, in we're having a, 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 a rally in September to go to the Kinsey Institute mm-hmm. and to demand that they do an investigation of the Kinsey Institute. Join. You will find inspiration when you do what God has put on your hearts to do, and it is on your heart. I know it. It's on your heart. You just have to open up and let it pour in. Wow. Judith Judith Reisman has been the tip of the spear for a long time. It's always nice to see that there are other people coming along to your left and to your right to uh, uh, kind of hold up Moses' arms, so to speak. And so, Judith, we honor you for what you've done, and you've exposed a lot of things. And I can just tell from the character of the person that I'm hearing, uh, over the phone and on the on the radio, you, you're no no holes barred. You you go for it and uh, and trust God to uh, make the way. And I, I appreciate that. Archie uh, Robinson uh, of uh, New Birth Covenant thoughts uh, in uh, a parting minute or so, and then I'm going to give it over to Gail to close. I just it. want all of us as believers to really join to help give some a moral compass to our youth yes. in this last day. Yeah, and, and Dran Reese and I will be with you, Judith, in September at oh, the Kinsey Institute. And yes, the Salt and Light Council is on top of this also. And um, I do want to speak to the pastors and, and thank you for your your leadership in this in this uh, city. It's so important. And please, you know, give us a call, contact us at the Salt and Light Council, and let's talk about how to start uh, a ministry like this in your congregation. Uh, and, and we'd love to have you join us. So, again, the websites are for Judith are the Reisman Institute, R-E-I-S-M-A-N Institute.org, and the Salt and Light Council, and council is C-O-U-N-C-I-L dot org. Thank you. My, 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 my listening friend, I'll tell you what, God is stirring San Diego County. Uh, this is kind of a, a, um, <clears throat> a uh, what do you call it, a, a small portion of the big picture. But he's stirring San Diego County, and if you live in San Diego County, God has a plan for you, and you're going to find out as he starts whispering it in your ear, you go, I knew that, but I just didn't know what to do about it. God is giving you resources right Right. now to be able to move forward in that. And uh, uh, Judith Reisman, as you can tell, is she's never going to back down, and uh, the the Salt and Light Council are not going to back down, and Archie's not going to back down. A quick word as we close the show. Yeah, I just want to thank Archie for doing what you're doing, Pastor. Me too. Thank you for stepping in. Me too. Thank Thank you, you. Archie. Thank you. It's a whole lot of us. I'm just one of them. I know, (laughs) but you're a good representative. You're a good spokesperson on behalf of the Church of San Diego County. My listening friend, you're part of the church if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're part of the church in San Diego County, too, and God has got something for you to do, but it's not something that uh, you're incapable of or that you're not empowered to do. You just take that first step and see what God does, and he's given you resources to do that. That's what uh, Come Together San Diego is all about, is to help you identify those places and those resources, because we want the Church of San Diego to be the Church of San Diego. uh, Last word, Gail. Yeah, Judith, thank you. I can't wait to see you. Okay. 
Judith, thank, thank you. Him. Yeah, and thank you, Kat. It's, it's yeah, a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and Gail Levin, thank you. Archie Robinson, thank you, guys. God bless you, my friends. We've got more to come next week, of course, because we want Come Together San Diego to come together in you. Goodbye. Bless you, Kat. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.